0: Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker.
1: Welcome, folks, to the Finishing Well Ministry podcast. Uh, I'm here with my sidekick, Randy Hess. And we enjoy and grow through our discussions about God's purposes in our life as we age as seniors. So today uh, we want to get into what, what is the seventh essential for living well and finishing well. And the seventh of our the seventh essential is we will anticipate heaven, eternity with Christ. We have seven of these, and we're going to work in reverse order. And Randy, tell us why we're going to take this adventure in working them in reverse order.
0: (laughs) We don't want to just say that we should go backwards and everything, Hal. But in this case, we thought maybe it'd be an interesting way to tackle something because of the critical weight and importance of our 7th Essentials topic. And that is the topic of heaven itself and what it's going to be for us, each of us, individually as we get there. It's, it's just an overwhelming driving force inside of us to want to know and want to understand and want to be ready for that because it's going to be so amazing and overwhelming. So the seventh essential gets us into that in ways that allow us to understand what the Lord has prepared and is preparing our hearts and minds for it. As we stay as we're here on earth, so that's what we just did a a podcast kind of covering some of the some of the points about heaven that we think might be there as we as we uh as we enter it uh it's it was speculative it was just a uh, fascinating um i guess you'd have to say uh uh discussion of what possibly could happen. But, of course, none of us knows till we get there. And so we tried to tackle that and, and give some insights into what we thought would be um, uh, <clears throat> subjects and topics and, and, and issues and things that might come up in heaven as we approached it. But uh, it was only just covering a small portion, a small part of why this topic is so important, how. So I think it just uh, made sense to us to say, let's get that out there. However, whatever whatever way we tackle the essentials, finishing well means we have to understand, of course, that we're being pulled, tugged, like the most gigantic magnet in the universe or beyond the universe, even. We're being pulled and tugged by the knowledge that we're going to be in another and better place. And that's heaven. So
1: that's one. So let's roll in this. Uh, I hope our thoughts and what we say will will be a stimulant to you. I want—I have a little quote. And our, by the way, all these seven essentials are in a workbook: the seven essentials for living well and finishing well in life, enjoying every day. And so we're beginning with number seven. Uh, I like this statement by Lewis, C.S. Lewis. He says, "Departures are all alike. It is the landfall that crowns the voyage." All of life is a voyage. All of life is an adventure. We're all heading somewhere. And I love his idea. Departures are all like you get in a boat and you cross the sea. You get in an airplane, you travel to a new place. It's the new place that captures your imagination where you're going. And I love Jesus. I mean, Jesus came to show us that new place. He came from heaven, Philippians 2. He left heaven and became a man in order for us to discover what heaven is and where he came from and where we are going as we follow him, who his father's like, and that's what the Holy Spirit serves as our guide. Now, what we've done in this seven essential, this seventh essential is, is just a number of scriptures, and I just want to read them, and we'll interact with them together. Uh, the first one I have is Psalm You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. I mean, I think about that. In the presence of Jesus in eternity with his father is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Can you imagine all the pleasures we will experience in heaven? I mean, it's a whole new world. Everything is different. And with God, there is fullness of joy, and there are pleasures eternally that we cannot imagine in this place. I think it's one of the great verses for me that just stimulates me to think about heaven. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And let me go on to the the second one right away, and then uh, Randy, uh, jump in. Uh, Psalm 23. You know, it's perhaps the most famous psalm in the Psalter. Verse 6, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being in God's house forever? I don't know what heaven looks like, and this is a metaphor for heaven or eternity. The structures may look different or whatever, but it will be God's house and we will be with him forever and ever and ever. And Psalm twenty three ends on that expectant note. And I think that's the way we ought to live. We're on our way to heaven, and we will dwell in his house
0: forever and ever once we get there. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And probably be overwhelmed by it from 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 the beginning to for for who knows how long.
1: I I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just turning... saying. I'm just saying. It, it, it's going to be, uh, so, uh, you know, our minds are so uh, uh-huh. tiny uh, and, and, and we, we sum up our lives by what happens in them while we're here on Earth. They're, that's we sum it all up, right? We sum up everything by that, by that measure. But what we don't realize is that this is but a speck. This life, it's but it's 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 but it's 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 a quote you've got uh, Hal in the in our in the workbook here from um, uh, from from uh, Herman S. Not a relation to me, not spelled the same way. But anyway, life passes like a flash of lightning. Man, that is so true. We think of our life as so complicated, so involved, and so, you know, so, oh, my gosh, there's so much I've learned and done and thought and seen and cha-cha-cha. It's a a flash of lightning. It's a flash of lightning to eternity. And that's where we're going because we believe how we're going there. And we're going to be able to experience that. It's amazing. Just mind-bending to me. So true. Psalm
1: 73, verse 26. Listen to the word of God. My flesh and my heart may fail. And it will. We don't live forever here. You know, I just had a good friend who died of a heart attack. My flesh and my heart may fail. The body deteriorates. But listen, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So we will live someplace, sometime, Randy, sure, as we're talking here together, where beyond this life, when our flesh fails and we go into the grave, God will be my portion forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. It won't be dependent upon my ability to think or speak because they will all fail. My body will die, but I will live with God
0: as my portion forever, I love that. Yes. Well, and also with the body uh, being dismissed, so to speak, new life form altogether, new form altogether. Hal. Yep. Yep. So will the so will any pain that I have in my life here go away? And it will just be awesome. Just be awesome. The pain will be gone. The joy will be overwhelming. It'll just be amazing.
1: The pain, the disappointment, the tragedy, the loss, all those things that we experience in this body, God will be our strength, our portion forever. Uh, You know, one of the great verses that you often hear at memorial services, and I love it. I do it myself. John 14, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, but believe also in me. My Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. You know, in eternity, God is building a place for us. There are many dwelling places there. Jesus is crafting a place where we will be with him forever. And here's an idea I love. I think Jesus is anticipating our being with him more than we are anticipating our being with him. I mean, he wants us, he's building this house for us and he's gonna come get us and take us back to this place. It's just a wonderful idea where, and then Jesus anticipates our being with him in, in a great, great way. And I just don't don't worry about this life, Hal, because I'm coming and I'm taking you a place where your heart your flesh will never fail, and you'll be enjoying me forever and ever.
0: I love it. Yes. And so <clears throat> I, I'm feeling how that that's important for us to understand right now while we're here, struggling whatever struggle we have. Um, each of us individually, individual believer, each of us might have our own Uh, challenges and struggles that we're dealing with um, and all kinds of things that are bringing us down a little bit. But Jesus is saying to us, let your heart not be troubled. Do not let your heart be troubled because you are going to a better place. So do not forget that. Don't ever forget that, that you're going to a better place your worries, problems, pain will be gone. And uh that's I mean, that's if you if you just sit and pray and think about that and let that uh overwhelm you a little bit, uh it does help you with your troubles now, whatever they might be. It really does. But you can't even imagine then what you're going to be like in heaven, can you? Because without all that, without all that, you're, you're going to be an amazingly uh, overwhelmed person with joy that you can't even imagine. So, yes, it's, a, it's going to be an amazing, amazing place for us. Yeah. I love this
1: thought added on to that, Randy. Thinking about heaven doesn't take away our pain and loss in this life. But it calls us to see through our pain and our loss to the other side, to heaven, which is what we're called to do. We're called to fix our eyes on heaven, fix our eyes on Jesus, where we'll be with him forever and ever. I think of the line in Hebrews 11, 10, uh, speaking of Abraham, he was looking for a city which has foundations whose architect and builder was God. God took him out of Ur of the Chaldees, and he's here in the desert in, in the eventually promised land, and it's not heaven. Yeah. <laughs> the text says he looked for a city whose builder and maker was God. He wasn't looking for the nation of Israel. He, was, he had his eyes set on eternity, not the land. Right, and I think that's what we do. You know, it's not your house, it's not your body with its aches and pains, it is heaven. Uh, there's a exactly. little verse in uh, Revelation, uh, jumping ahead here, uh, Revelation 21 16. And I don't want to get into this, but it's a picture of the eternal city and it's laid out as a 1500 mile cube. I, I I'm baffled by that. I mean, that's from here to Chicago. That's just the 1,500-mile line. And then you talk about, imagine a 1,500-mile cube that is the new city. Now, there's a lot of ways we can think about that. But I think one of, one of the things that God wants me to just be lost in is the imagination of what is there that we really have no reference point. We, we have no reference point for a city that's immense. I mean, it's crazy to think about it, but God says heaven is going to be unimaginable and you can't imagine what it'll be like. Right. It makes sense.
0: It does. It'll be beyond our grasp almost. So it'll be, that's why we're going to be in a little bit of shock, I think, a little bit of uh, awe and a little bit of a lot of joy.
1: Uh Moving on, uh, a couple other verses that just catch, I mean, the, the they're riveting to me. In Ephesians 2, uh, the Apostle Paul says this, But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, our transgressions, he made us alive together with Christ, By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him, seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ, so that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ. Now, the immensity of God's grace is something that staggers my imagination. How Jesus could die for me. No sin could become sin for me through his grace and mercy, I mean, it staggers my imagination. I, I don't, you can't do that. You can't create that. That's something that only eternity could do. And I don't know how many ages it would take for us to understand the immensity of God's grace. But Paul just says, "In the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ." How much time will it take us to comprehend the love of God, the essence of who He is? God is love, John says. Uh, it's uh, it's yes. amazing.
0: Yep, it is amazing.
1: Uh, Philippians Again, three.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm just amazed that uh, you know that. The more you think about it, Hal, or the more you do contemplate it, the more amazing it does become in your mind.
1: God keeps calling us upward. In Philippians 3, Paul says, for our citizenship is in heaven. (laughs) Yeah, we're citizens of this world and this country. But for Christians, our citizenship is in heaven. "...from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior." John 14, the Savior longs for us to be with Him. Our anticipation is we're so eager to be with Him, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble estate into conformity with the body of His glory by the exertion of the power that He has even to subject all things to Himself." You know what will our bodies look like they will they will be transformed into the eternal body that Jesus has we will be like him Paul, uh, John says in 1 John 3 we we do not know what will actually be but we know when we see him we will be like him we'll be as he is mm-hmm. These are great truths you know we die yeah. our flesh we you know, it, it decays, but our spirit goes with him. And eventually Jesus will come back and raise us up to be with him. And I, I just love that you you think about that. You think about the eternal implications of your body being raised to be
0: like Christ. It's just stunning. It is stunning how, and it's hard to grasp, isn't it? It's hard to grasp. We will no longer have this body. We will have a different form altogether. It'll be hard. I mean, and it'll be pain-free. It'll be able to do whatever he wants us to do in a new place, total new place.
1: Speaking of that new place, you know, one of the great places in Scripture would be the book of Revelation. In Revelation 21, I'll read this. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth passed away. There's no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from throne saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is among men and he will dwell among them and they shall be his people and God himself will be among them and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no longer any death. There'll be no longer any mourning or crying or pain for all those things of this world. This first world have passed away. There's a new world coming, a new world order that is of heaven. It is not of this world and it will all be changed. I just think that's stunning. Can you imagine that kind of world? I mean, This world is riddled with death and sickness and pain and suffering of the the nth degree of evil. But heaven is not that way. I mean, how do you, can you imagine a world like that? There is this longing in our hearts for that kind of world. It's the seventh essential. It's anticipating heaven and, and, and being driven or being called by that truth in the midst of how we live every day. And and for me, that instills me with a deep sense of purpose. You know, I'm living in this world now for eternity, using everything that I have for his honor and his glory. And I have to add this thought, Randy. I just think the entire scripture is focused on being with God. You know, he created us for himself. And he wants us to be with him. And there's little deposits of that throughout the scripture. One of those for me is in Mark 10, 30. It really has nothing to do with heaven, but uh, it explains heaven to me in a sense. Uh, the disciples asked Jesus, okay, so we're going to leave everything and follow you. What do we get? And Jesus answered them, no man has left homes or families or whatever, but that he will receive 100-fold in this life and in the life to come, eternal life. Hmm. Now, I like to ask the simple question, what does 100-fold mean? Well, if you're a mathematician, it means a 10,000% return on your investment. 10,000%, that's 10 to the 21st power Now imagine how that grows in heaven, living with his purposes in your heart, in your life, in your energies now, and you are laying up treasure in heaven. That's the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus talked about. And it will grow at least as a starter, 10,000%. I mean, that's heaven, It is mind-boggling. It's beyond anything you could imagine in this life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why Jesus came, to show us his father, the eternal home where he came from and where he's taken us back to. And it just makes all the difference in the world to live with this seventh essential that is heaven in mind. Does that make sense? It does,
0: Sal. It does. Awesome. And what a topic what a topic this is part of us thinking and helping and hopefully encouraging mm-hmm. each other and 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 any listeners out there who are fascinated by this as much as we are to be encouraged to be encouraged to uh, whatever situation, whatever struggle, whatever problem whatever difficulty heaven awaits us and uh life here uh you know whatever whatever it is brought heaven awaits us with eternity that will just be overwhelming with joy and that's just amazing to me just amazing
1: you know it makes me think And I imagine you, as you listen to this podcast, let your mind run on scriptures all throughout the the content of the Bible that speak of this issue. One that comes to me is one of my favorites is Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach me to number my days because they're winding down. I have a limited number of days, but teach me to number them so that I may present to you, O God, a heart of wisdom. Here again. Moses, the psalm writer, is thinking about the end of his life. Teach me to number my days, see them through the lens of eternity, so that I can do and be the kind of man or woman that you call me to be in this life. And he prays that in verse 17. Confirm the work of your hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. And and that's our mission in this life. To live with a sense of heaven, the reality of heaven in view, because we're going there. What's the old hymn? We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. You know, the place where God has prepared for us a place uh, to dwell with him for eternity. Uh, this is the seventh essential. I mean, you begin, you, you, your purpose in life is riveted by what you are going to become by the end of your life. And that's, Heaven, that's our destiny, and it determines how we live our lives now. Amen.
0: Amen, Hal. Guides us as well. It really does. Gives us a sense of purpose in our aging years.
1: You know, our bodies may change. uh, We may lose energy. We may have trials. But let me tell you, in the midst of those, isn't that what Paul said? Even light affliction is developing an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. You know, where God is, we're building a bank account in heaven as we live for his purposes in this life through everything that happens. And of course, that's the glory of life as a Christian. We live for heaven now. And of Mm -hmm. course, we've been doing that in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you might say, but let's do it for the rest of our lives. Amen. Randy, thanks. Uh, and we're going to take a journey in future podcast, going backwards through these seven essentials. Uh, you know, we'll deal with the sixth essential, the fifth one, the fourth one, building into generations around us, the immensity of the love of God, the third essential, connecting with others, the second, and growing in all of these areas. Number one. And mm-hmm. uh, thinking through life from the end makes makes a difference in our lives. So I'm looking forward to this journey, Randy. Thank you. Thank Amen. you. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Hal. It's been great. Uh, may the Lord bless you. And I pray that our thoughts will encourage you to think more about heaven. Uh, if you've never seen the Seven Essentials workbook, uh, look them up online. Uh, They're available on Amazon. You can contact Finishing Well Ministries. Go to our website, finishingwellministries.org. All of our resources are there. It's a great uh, curriculum for seniors in church. We have seniors all across America who are doing these seven essentials in their church. A new one started in Prescott, Arizona this coming week. I could reel off about six churches that I know of all across the country that are doing these this fall. And many are renewing their sense of the seven essentials and doing them again. Our our friend uh, Mike Grayson is doing them at a local church here for the fifth year in a row, training people to think about the seven essentials and the life God has given us to give back to him. So hope you'll avail yourselves of these. May God bless you and encourage you uh, in every way. Thanks for being with us today. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.